Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another fun episode of X-Files. Would you consider this topic fun, Claire? Hell yeah. (laughs) It's time. It's time that we stop this. So I think that that is fun and perhaps this will contribute in some small way. Oh, it's going to contribute. There's not that much very good content about this, especially as far as podcasts go. So I'm excited to uh, cover it. This episode will be, I guess, a tiny bit different, uh, maybe a bit shorter at least, but yeah. Um, yeah. To I'll the be point, to- because yes, we're, very, not, very, we're not, we're not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that if you want to continue to pay it forward, you can always leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We've gotten some really, really beautiful reviews recently. Um, we got one a couple days ago by a woman who said, that you know she's going through a breakup and she's listened to a handful of the episodes several times she said and we've had multiple people say that and I just think it's a really beautiful thing Uh, well it's a beautiful thing to hear as a podcast host and also just know that when you leave these reviews it actually helps other people to also benefit in the same way yeah yeah I mean you know our lives are ran by algorithms of varying Mm -hmm. types and Mm -hmm. you know that's the thing is that if you if you review us it helps people who are in your situation right now find us and if this has been helping you then please do pay it forward so that Mm -hmm. others can also benefit from it because this is like we're we're sharing all this stuff for free and we want people to be able to benefit from it and Absolutely. so yeah we're yeah. here to here to make an impact in that way so remember even if you listen on spotify you can still review on apple it's you know t- um it's really not that difficult um and if you <laughs> google you it <laughs> I don't know why I said that. All right. Um, if you send us a screenshot of your review, um, we will send you a special thank you in the mail. And that's because we really like to connect with our listeners. That's also why we have the Facebook group. Is it's it is really exciting to actually interact with you. And I am a fan of snail mail. Um, and so that's something that I enjoy doing. So please be in touch with us if you do send a review. Yes. And then on another note, we just want to thank everyone. It has been such an incredible experience doing this podcast. We have really, really lovely listeners. We have lovely people in the Facebook group. We have very generous listeners who send us beautiful DMs all the time. And it's just, it's taken off in more ways than we thought it ever would. And so we just want to thank you and congratulate you for even listening and committing to yourself. And we appreciate you. Yeah, it is so fulfilling. And I'm just like shocked every time someone reaches out and is like oh when you said this or when Janice said this that just like put things in a totally different perspective for me and I'm like what is life this is amazing this is like you know I've I, I knew that this was possible to to have a positive effect on people but hearing it back and reflected back is so 
so fulfilling and so cool and it just like really makes it worth it because this is a lot of time and effort we put into this but it's all like so amazing to hear that it's it's really actually impacting people so thank you for telling us like Mm -hmm. I've said before we love positive reinforcement (laughs) yes I guess everyone everyone certainly no exception so yes thank you to everyone out there thank you for tuning in today to talk oh, about yes. negging. Negging. <laughs> it sounds dirty to me. I think it's because it sounds like it petting. does. I think it's like like I don't know. Or ribbing. Or like okay, but we're not we're not here to talk about sex stuff um today. We're here to talk about no. negging and also toxic flirting behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toxic flirting behaviors, kind of the the shitty stuff. So yeah. why have we decided to talk about negging mm-hmm. in toxic flirting behaviors? Well, there's a lot of reasons that mm-hmm. are possibly obvious to you. But first of all, it's super prevalent in the, especially in the dating again phase where yeah. maybe you're a little bit older and pe- people might be starting to figure out about psychology and oh, how to yeah. like manipulate mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and um, are going into it with intention, which we do suggest, but yeah. the wrong intentions. They want to manipulate people yeah. into dating them. Um, and honestly, it's our opinion. And we think that you should treat it this way too. When someone does this, it's about a lack of respect. Mm -hmm. And we want you to be attracted to people who respect you. We don't want you to be attracted to people who are manipulating you into being attracted to them through nefarious means. (laughs) And even I, you know, I took quite a deep dive into this subject preparing this episode and a lot of some of the mentality out there about these techniques is that it like levels the playing field. And so therefore it's not nefarious. I highly disagree. I don't (laughs) even view dating that way. So another reason is also despite what you might see online that this you know, there's been a lot of awareness raised and, you know, backlash against the men who, you know, perpetuate it, but it's still, it's still happening. It's still a very, very common dating trend. And we like to talk about dating trends, you know? Um, So, and also I've noticed predatory flirting can come up in the moving on journey because there are people out there who will try and use our journeys against us very much so. Um, you know, making comments on it. I was watching a date. It just occurred to me in this moment. I was watching, I was watching that same dating show that I've mentioned on this show before, where the person wears the same outfit and goes to the same restaurant, but sees five different people. Ooh, it was really short lived and it was on Netflix when I was living in Australia. Anyways, um, it, yeah, an interesting dating show for sure. But I remember one woman went on there and she was divorced and she, you know, mentioned about her divorce and kind of said that she was really young when she got married and that uh, her religious background, you know, there's lots of pressure to marry young and to marry this particular person. And she said, you know, like even in the, when it happened, when she got married, she kind of knew that it wasn't right, but she felt like she kind of had to do it. Just being Uh very honest about yeah common experience that many people who get married young feel 
And this guy just flipped his shit, said that she was dishonest for for marrying the guy, said that he would never trust her, said, you know, just totally turned it around. You know, she's just sitting there being honest and talking. And um, she actually ended up getting up and leaving and she went to the car and cried. It was so sad and horrible. What a dick. I know. But, you know, people could, you know, easily use your... Um, yeah and also against you like how fortunate that he immediately showed his true (laughs) colors because that information when you share something that that Mm. that's kind of like tender and close to you um when you don't know someone that well and I know that that's like the you know when you're a sensitive person who wants to start off by sharing and like having a emotional connection with someone Mm -hmm. you leave yourself open to someone taking in information that they know could really hurt you and using it against you later you kind of I really suggest letting people earn information but I'm so glad it turned out that way for her yeah, and she, I mean, he was the only one. She actually ended up meeting someone on the show and it, it turned out well, but it, yeah. it was just, I mean, and you could tell he was so comfortable doing it too. What I would is- say it's, mm. I know it was horrible. <laughs> um, Claire, would you agree that we grew up in cultures that kind of emphasize teasing yes. as a form of flirting? Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So I would yeah. say this is um, definitely very, very prevalent in America. And I experienced it also in Australia. I We have listeners from all over the world. So not everyone will relate to this, but I know just all growing up and even to this day, I, I, I get teased as a form of flirting. And I have always kind of hated it actually. Yeah. But do you kind of feel like there's this pressure to kind of buckle under the, the pressure of, you know, don't be so sensitive, just be fun, you know? And just kind of put up with it, right? Um, Yes. I mean, I think it's been acceptable for, it's been almost conditioned, like Mm -hmm. from a very young age, you know, Mm -hmm. from like the playground situations, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's only teasing you because he likes you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we could talk about how um, the masculine isn't given a lot of other options for showing their emotions (laughs) however speaking from personal experience like it has been a long time since I entered into a committed relationship with someone who flirted by teasing me Mm -hmm. it's been a very long time and um it is possible to find um, you know, speaking from like heterosexual relationship, my experience, like it is possible to just cut that off in its tracks and just don't date those people. Yeah. Well, because, we're, we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. I yeah. just, I mentioned it because I don't think that some, some people realize that it's kind of related to negging. And I think that this is why negging, t- you know, took off is because um, teasing and making kind of rude comments and saying that it's kind of a joke is is very acceptable yeah. um, but I think that it's a bullshit way to flirt yeah um, I think it, and you know I would actually kind of disagree with you that this is just something that men feel comfortable with because they don't have lots of I guess options I think maybe they think they don't but it's, I think it's more because people just don't know how to relate to each other they don't know how to ask questions yeah. they just don't know how to be humans <laughs> yeah <laughs> because honestly. maybe they are also brought up to 
um, to think that that's okay, rather than being brought up to, um, you know, how to converse, how to get information, how to be a, you know, decent. Yeah. Well, it takes (laughs) a lot more effort to be nice to someone and earn their trust that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. I think teasing is kind of like default mode and it just, um, it's like the easy way out, you know, like you don't have to be focusing that hard. Yeah. And you don't have to be yourself either. Yeah. I mean, you're not really being very authentic if you're, you know, yeah. teasing the other person and that's comfortable for a lot of. Yeah. People. And we'll, we'll talk about this, I believe, but like that stems from insecurity, you yeah. know, like if someone is doing this for, for to you, um, like they're probably really insecure in themselves and instead of trying to improve themselves to meet you where you are at the higher bar yeah they're trying to drag you down to their level definitely so that you believe that you actually deserve someone like that um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's yucky and let's let's nip it in the bud people so (laughs) another reason we're doing this yeah. So that little voice that mm-hmm. makes you stand up for yourself when someone says something wrong to you or that little pang of hurt that you feel, those are signs from your inner guidance system. They are messages that, hey, something is wrong. We want you to be able to feel confident listening to that voice. Why? Because it leads to happy relationships with yourself and with others. And when you ignore that voice, that's when nicking works. Um, And so we want you to be able to listen like, oh, wow, that felt hurtful. I'm going to react accordingly instead of reacting in a way where you're trying to prove someone wrong or prove that you are worthy of their attentions Mm -hmm. and their affections. Right. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and you're perfectly validated um, in signing up for yourself. And like we're going to talk about, those voices mean something. All right. And I have a perfect example of a very, very recent nagging experience. Um, and one of the reasons this came up recently as an episode that we might do is because I had a close friend get in touch with me about a month ago, probably. And she told me that she had that day, I think, had a, she called it a random negative experience with a man. Yeah. And she wanted to talk to me about it. And she said that it had, you know, really gotten to her and that it was making her feel insecure. Okay. I, in the person people often go to about these things. So I'm like, you know, like, let's dive in. Tell me everything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So she was at a farmer's market right? She actually sells incredible products at a farmer's market. And there was someone near her, you know, also selling things. They got to talking, they were hitting it off. She said that he was flirting with her and they were, you know, enjoying their time together outside Uh and everything. And she thought it was going really great. She gave him her IG. And so, you know, he goes and looks at her pictures, you know, all Mm -hmm. normal. And then she says that kind of out of nowhere, he's, you know, scrolling and scrolling and says, you you know, you know, what's really standing out to me is, you know, you really looked a lot more confident, you know, like a couple of years ago, or maybe even last year than you do now, you know, like, what's that about? And it went into her head 
like crazy. And she said that he was being inquisitive about it. And so instead of examining his behavior at all she was like you know is this true what am i what am i doing like what am i putting out there that's not confident yeah yeah and she's talking to me about it i go girl that's nagging i said that's you know like a a date a flirting uh tactic that some men use i told her all about it i gave her a couple resources and i you know i said it has nothing to do with you at all you know he might have even been really intentional in doing that and it's not you know it's not about you she she is she presents perfectly confidently she's beautiful inside and out she's also very you know conscious and tuned in but she is still, you know, kind of, I don't want to say fell prey to this, but kind of, you know, because yeah. it's so subtle the way that they it's do so it. Subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. And, mm-hmm. and you have that effort of being like, no, I'm super fucking confident. Right. I'll right. ask you out right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. hang on yep. a second. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Right. Uh, that's terrible. Yep. I agree. So whether or not though, he was you know, informed about nagging and, you know, pick up artistry or whether he just like simply felt entitled to speak to someone he barely knew, you know, in this way. Yeah. Uh, it's just what stood out to me is just how prevalent this shitty flirting behavior is. Yeah. So, and yeah. so then I slightly mentioned it to Claire and now, you know, a few weeks later we're doing an episode on it. So, but it's a very real life example of, of how this goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Negging is generally considered to be like, you know, a backhanded compliment basically used in a flirtatious way that has the effect of undermining a person's confidence and subconsciously causes them to want to like earn the person's approval and prove Mm -hmm. to them, Hey, like I'm worthy of your approval. And it's typically used by men in situations where they're getting to know a potential mate such as like online in a bar in a social situation out Mm -hmm. of farmer's market apparently you know (laughs) it's just like (laughs) yeah um and it it really gained popularity and use through the pickup artist movement and while a lot of awareness has been raised about the toxic nature of this tactic as we can easily see, like it's still used today. And yes. I think it just was systematized by that movement. Yeah. I don't think it didn't exist before that. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think some of these, you know, men writing this material probably saw that, you know, it worked in some ways. And so, yeah, you're right. They put it into books, they put it on websites. Yes. But certainly stuff like this was going on like when we were in grade school, really. Yeah. So how it really works, how it goes down. All right. You make a person interested by pretending to be insightful and focused on them. This example with my friend, you know, perfect example. You know, he's looking at the pictures. He's pretending like he's trying to get to know her. Mm -hmm. Then you discreetly take a personal stab at the person, allowing them to continue to engage with you to prove you wrong or defend yourselves. Def- defend yourself because you are playing it off like it's it's lighthearted and so therefore the person yeah. might not automatically get pissed and walk walk away they're going to continue to engage with you mm-hmm. and then you present as charming as you continue to engage and likable then you both laugh and make up and get to know each other mm-hmm. okay 
you though, as the negger comes out on top, you know, hypo- or, um, theoretically um, in the power dynamic, because the other person believes you care, but also subconsciously feels beholden to you for bringing your observations to light. You have also made the other person feel vulnerable, therefore bonding with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like when we're talking about this stuff, it's, it seems like so obvious, but Mm -hmm. when it happens in real life, it's subtle and it's hard Mm -hmm. to pick up on. And you just have like that little feeling like, wait, I'm not what you think I am. Let Mm -hmm. me prove to you that I am. We're going to give some examples. Yes. And yeah, you're right. And I think that's one reason I'm excited to do this is because it doesn't stand out when you're in the moment, Yeah, you know, know, put these labels on it, but you know, maybe if we can, you know, continue the conversation, especially as more people are going out and dating, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe more people will pick up on it. Yeah. So like I said before, people who use these tactics often have pretty low Mm self-esteem. And why is that? Because if you love yourself, you want to connect with someone at a much higher level. You want to connect to someone with quote high value as well. Everyone Mm -hmm. has high value, but like, you know, typically the, the definition of like a high value person is someone with like, not overconfidence, but high confidence, self-efficacy, um, yeah. you know, has things going on in their life, like, mm. you know, is a unique, wonderful person. It so, was authentic. And authentic. Well. Yeah. 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 And, you know, this is important to remember because while we don't necessarily need to date people who, you know, have perfect self-esteem because right. like what even is that it doesn't exactly exist. um but we do want to date people who value themselves to a certain extent like we don't want to provide all the value that that person right for themselves yeah and i wanted to go yeah ahead. that's so i want I wanted to mention this because we've had a couple comments in the Facebook group of, you know, what are we just supposed to date people who are, you know, perfect and all together and just, um, and it's like not not necessarily, but you know, you should have the the bar at a certain level. And I would say that possibly above someone who engages in this type of flirting. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Cause like, you don't want your relationship to be damaging to your self-confidence and you don't want it to be the only place that your self-confidence comes from. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like you got to find a place in in between those two (laughs) extremes. So, yeah. So you might also be listening and thinking, you know, I don't think this has ever happened to me. And that you don't do it or that you would be able to easily spot it. But like, what do you think of Janice's story? Like, would you have picked up on that or would you have been like, you know, like, I guess maybe in the past year I haven't been as confident Mm -hmm. or be like, no, this past year I've been more confident. And that's why I haven't been like putting a ton of selfies on my Instagram. (laughs) Like, look how worthy I am. And Mm -hmm. you're engaging in it rather than exactly conversation over. Yeah. Instead Mm -hmm. of being like, okay, good luck with that. (laughs) Mister. Um, Another example of like how negging can be like going under the radar is Mm -hmm. like 
not just commenting on someone's Instagram page because you know that I think was like a pretty specific um, thing but um, another common way is commenting on someone's body language Mm -hmm. like you seem like a really closed off person um, or you seem really flirty by the way you stand so confidently yeah with flirty Um, being kind of a like shaming you a little bit yeah yeah like another could be like you know um I don't know like I've experienced this one a little bit but like um just being like everyone thinks you know you're so sexy and you just like wear these like tight pants and no one's focusing on what you're saying they're just oh god your ass yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's like well thank you for the compliment Uh but also it it changes your interactions with other people and you end up thinking oh this person is telling me this so that I can be on the defensive with other people who are only interested in me because I'm a sexual object and this Mm -hmm. person thinks of me differently and there's just like yes "Ah!" totally (laughs) yeah that's a really good example so I I have an example that was kind of um I guess kind of discreet this guy was almost acting like he was trying to help me okay so I was hanging out with someone when I was living in Melbourne I didn't see it as dating I genuinely thought he just saw it as a friend thing yeah okay so then it kind of you know into it I got to you know I kind of started to understand that he was actually interested in me Mm -hmm. I uh I don't want to say turned him down but I I let him know that I you know I it wasn't going in that direction for me we kind of hung out a little bit he definitely was was hurt by it and I knew that and I felt bad because I don't know what I was thinking that he just wanted a friendship thing but so I, I felt bad as well and so I kind of wanted to stay hanging out because I actually did like him as a friend so one yeah. night we were um just chit-chatting in the car and he actually made a comment about me being a very flirty woman and that he now interpreted my flirtiness as neediness <laughs> and that he didn't think that I realized that kind of as if he was helping me but I mean looking back and almost right away I I kind of saw it as him kind of taking a nab at me because I you know quote unquote rejected him because I can assure you that I was not needy and I don't think that other people saw it that way but yes he told me this and he acted like he was trying to help me Mm mm-hmm Yep. Yeah, because like he wasn't acting that way before you rejected no, him. No, too. so no. he had to like knock you down a bar. So <laughs> I mean, being flirty though is a positive thing on many levels, but it can you know if someone tries to use it against you like this, I think it's a great example of of negging and toxic flirting. Yeah, or it could be, and I want everyone to watch out for this: is com- comments on your sexual history. All right. It could be something like, wow, you know, you're really experienced, aren't you? You know, that's just, it's stupid, but you're going to hear that or saying that's a lot of partners. It could be, you know, jokes about being a slut, slut shaming, general comments on your sexual history. It's nothing that anyone should ever comment on, no matter how many partners you've been with. It's, you know, whether or not it's negging, it's, it's just, it's not appropriate. Um, yeah. or it can be comments on your lack of experience as well and this uh-huh. is another form of sexual shaming um you know maybe someone on a first date would you know comment on you know you being really innocent 
um, to make you feel insecure about your your sexual or relationship history. Yeah, it's but, just, and doing uh, doing it in a way that makes you feel like you know you haven't gotten out there enough or whatever. Yeah. Um, another angle is like comments on relationship history. Say you've been divorced. Yeah. yeah. Be like, quote, okay, divorcee, yeah. or. Mm-hmm gee, you're not great at making relationships work, are you? Like, wow, what's wrong with you? Um, I actually had, um, I don't think this person was flirting because it was like very obvious, like he knows that I have a boyfriend. Um, But uh, he he was trying to convince me that um, that, uh, I needed to improve my current relationship um and mm-hmm. he was like um yeah like we can talk about it I can tell you what I'm I've been observing um he's like because you know clearly you haven't made relationships work in the past oh, and I'm right. like yeah. okay mm-hmm. so even if he wasn't trying to flirt with you necessarily yeah. he could have been still trying to bond with you he was trying way. to bond with me and he was mm-hmm. trying to put um like his opinion on how i conduct myself in a relationship as more worthy than my opinion because clearly my what I've been doing doesn't work you Mm -hmm. know and it's Mm -hmm. like well let's not talk about the fact that you know those relationships were just meant to end like right okay (laughs) yep so yeah that was that was interesting that was like negging but like for a purpose but not for like the date like getting me to go on a date with him purpose yeah. you it's know it's a sense of entitlement that yeah. people have who do this you know to comment <laughs> on on your life yeah um another example is like we see this especially on dating apps because yep. you're like going through like a texting phase yep. but um you know saying something like pretty offensive or pretty hurtful and then being like jk you know right. just putting that jk just kidding right afterwards um comments on how you present so like you're so smart i'd love you I'd love to see you speak with more confidence mm-hmm. um, or you're so sweet. You should smile more um, <laughs> like things like that. Like I see the real you and right. this is how you should adjust your behavior to show that to the rest of the world. And it's like, yeah. Eh. And it makes you think, Oh, I, you know, how are people perceiving me? What am I, you know, what am yes. I doing wrong? Oh, I didn't realize that. Thank you. Yeah, and it's like, no, right? <laughs> You're good. Keep doing you. Um, or another one, you know, say in the workplace, I could tell you weren't on your best when you gave that presentation, but I think you did really great. Yes, you know, yep. just like cutting you uh-huh. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, disguising insults as questions. You seriously don't know that? Well, okay, I'll fill you in. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. uh, making you feel dumb or suggesting that you're dumb, but then yeah. being friendly about it <laughs> makes you insecure. Yeah. So I got two examples from the Facebook group. Um, so I asked them to um, let me know if there was any examples. A lot of people said they were very excited to hear about the episode um, or to hear the episode. And then one person said that he often hears, uh, you're so sensitive or compassionate for a man. Do you think that's negging? I think so. It's rude. Yeah, it's yeah. rude either way. It's rude. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like putting those things as like almost 
negative. Well, how are you, you know? supposed to react to that? You know, how are you supposed yeah. to respond, you know, say thank you, or do you defend your manhood? <laughs> yeah. So. Just, just say you're so compassionate and understanding. I love that. Mm-hmm. Don't like hold it up in a measure against all other men, mm-hmm. you know, right. like, cause you're in, yeah, it's, it's a cloaked insult I'd say. And yeah. then, um, one of our other members said that she's heard, she heard from someone you're really pretty. You must be a waitress or something. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> 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 okay i'm so mad so, uh no anyone who's listening i could see us doing some really creative social media around this or some content so if you have experiences or examples yeah. please, please send please them in this doesn't yeah. have to be you know a one episode thing we can you know continue yeah. to get this es- out there so. especially as like this might be the first time you're considering the fact yeah. that like you've been manipulated mm-hmm. and there's right, like right. with with the dynamic here there's that like wait were they really insulting me like should Mm -hmm. I be mad right now like should I be hurt right now Mm -hmm. so tell us and we'll be like no you're amazing Mm -hmm. ditch that person they suck (laughs) yeah we would definitely love to love to hear if you think this has happened to you or if you know I yeah I'd get a big kick out of that send in your stories people all right and I really wanted to mention this particular technique here all right Remember that sometimes it doesn't even need to really be words, all right? And I'm going to tell everyone about something that I have experienced and seen happen so many times, Um, but I didn't consider it negging, all right? One of my favorite podcasters, Michelle Ellman, um, she does the podcast in all honesty. I adore her. She did an episode on her last season about NLP and pickup culture. She gave a great example of a neg that is extremely subtle. Okay. Imagine this, Claire. Imagine you're chatting and flirting with someone at a bar, possibly in a, in a small group. I could see this happening. You yeah. say something about yourself, for instance, that you like a certain sports team or you're maybe from a certain state. Yeah. And the other person, probably a dude, he might say something like, oh, that's it. We can't be friends. And then physically turns his back on you. Yeah. And then turns back around and just, you know, says, oh, I'm joking, you know. Right. Yeah. It's okay. We'll it be seems, friends. You seem cool despite that. You right. Know? <laughs> and it's just, it seems playful, right? Yeah. It's actually insidious. It's a part of this technique. Yeah. It's a neg because it's an insulting behavior clothed in a flirty behavior and meant to bring up insecurities in you. I never thought of it this way. And my mind was blown when she started talking about it. So I haven't really studied pickup culture um, before the last couple of weeks doing this or the psychology behind it. Um, I always thought it was just immature, just kind of dumb. But Michelle Ellman, who knows a bit more says, a lot of the time it's used in a really charming under the guise of a joke kind of way. It can be something as silly as me saying that I don't eat fruit. And then they'll go, oh, I'm not interested anymore and turn their back as a joke. This is part of this negging technique. As much as they say it's a joke and they'll turn back a second later, subconsciously the bodily reaction of having someone turn their back to you creates this insecurity and creates a fear of abandonment. Mm 
she says that a lot of the men who do this are, you know, waiting for the moment to do this in their interactions, you know, like waiting for something to come up so that they can do this because it's a specific technique that they read about. And I know, um, so in my community back in, in Melbourne, I, for some reason, pickup artistry is a bit more prevalent over there than it is here. And you know what? I did notice a lot of guys did this. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. And it's something to, yeah, keep your eyes out for. And to, you know, and sometimes I could think that maybe they don't realize how insidious it is. That's fine. But you know what? You're perfectly, you know, validated in at least examining it and, you know, maybe looking at this person a little closer before you get involved. Yeah. Yeah, if it lines up with a pattern of right, other right. behavior that's mm. manipulative, body language is so important. Like we've talked a little bit about like dating and like when you want to meet someone out in the wild, you you face them yes, and you yes. have your your arms open mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's inviting in and turning your back on someone is literally the opposite. Yeah. And our biology is like, no, if someone abandons you, you will die. You will starve and you Mm -hmm. will die. And so like, that's really powerful stuff. And you shouldn't fuck around with just using that to manipulate someone. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom's a dog trainer. And so I, from a very young age was being taught body language. And it was always, if you want a dog to come, you turn around and you walk away because they're going to want to come and face you again and it's like all of these things were drilled into me and it's really like actually very applicable to humans but we're not training dogs here you don't want someone training you exactly you're a domestic animal right yeah so you know you want to meet someone and like have your relationship based on an emotional and intellectual connection yes where you're facing each other yeah exactly (laughs) you know so and like like say someone doesn't realize how powerful turning their back on you is in terms of getting you to be interested in them however like they can just be a dick without ulterior motives or just (laughs) be a a bitch or you know Mm -hmm. like whatever um gendered term you want to use like I try to not gender those terms but just you know for anyone listening like they can they can just not be a type of person you want to be dealing with yep even if they don't realize what they're doing. So, and if you are doing this and not really realizing, you know, the ramifications and the implications, this is your invitation to stop. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) An invitation to Mm -hmm. not do that anymore because Mm -hmm. you are worthy of relationships that aren't based on reverse psychology as well. Like, everyone's losing out in this like there's no winner even if you're the person who's benefiting from the reverse psychology um or the nlp all of those things yeah i read some um studies and i i didn't want to put them in here because i almost felt like like am i making a case for 
doing this, you know, and I just, I didn't, I just wanted to kind of speak about our, you know, own experiences and everything, but I did read studies that um, did suggest that cutting someone down did in the beginning bond them to you, but that long-term it didn't make for, you know, like any type of, you know, meaningful or relationship at all. And so, yeah, I agree that, you know, everyone, everyone loses here everyone loses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's important to be able to recognize these behaviors early on because they can very much show up in committed relationships as well. And, you know, um, since we're talking about it, you know, recognize these behaviors in yourself and adjust if you have been doing this with your partner or with dating. So, I had an interesting example and I even like texted Janice. I'm like, is this negging? Like, is this toxic flirting behavior? Um, so <laughs> um, I had um, a boyfriend who, um, you know, I don't wear that much makeup, but you know, I'd be like putting on makeup for a date or whatever. And he's like, no, you like, you should, you should show your face. Like, I don't like when you wear makeup because you're like actually too pretty. You shouldn't cover up your acne and it makes me insecure and feel like people are going to like flirt with you. And it was kind of like said as a joke as like, you know, like you're too good for me when you cover up your acne or when you wear makeup. Um, and you know, like, did you, I don't want to make, make my feel? boyfriend feel like I'm too good for him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> even though, <laughs> you know, like, uh, that well, if he's talking, to you okay. That way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, it was it was a weird twist because usually when you hear about men complaining about makeup on women, it's like, oh no, you're prettier without it. And mm. this was like, actually, I don't want you to be pretty. Like, oh, what a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Um. So and also it's, maybe it's you want to wear makeup. Yeah, maybe I just want to wear makeup. Maybe you enjoy it, and I'm not trying yeah. to attract other mm-hmm. people. I just like wearing makeup. You yeah. know. Um. Yeah. So I, as far as what whether or not it's, you know, negative behavior, I mean, how did it make you feel? Um, it didn't make me feel good. And it's like, you know, I also like I think about these things every time a situation comes up that reminds me of like a circumstance from my past, mm-hmm. like it pops into my head. So like yeah. when I put on makeup, I'm I think about that conversation, you know, and it's just like wow. this is years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And well, then you start thinking, so if I'm not putting on makeup and that makes him feel more secure, is that because I look less good? It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really, exactly. Yeah, and that was, horrible. that was like the message that got to me was like, yeah, I actually do look less good without makeup. Mm-hmm. And so like two levels deep, then it's like, I need to wear makeup in order to be pretty. Yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting here deconstructing it also, and that's all kind of what, where I was going to in my mind. Yeah, right? I'll be, I mean, you want to look good regardless of his ego. I mean, you're. Yeah, your exactly. It was just oh, like it's so fucked. <laughs> so fucked. Yeah. Um. So me personally, I have absolutely dealt with this in relationships and I think you know part of why I've been tolerant of it is partially because you know 
being raised in a culture where it's so accepted. And also I was in a, my ex-husband, we were together for ages and he would just, he would tease me mercilessly. Um, I, I think some men enjoy teasing me because I have a very, uh, well, this, they told me this, I have a very expressive face. And so when, you know, they're teasing me and I, I you know, I react quite animatedly, um, but regardless, I hate it. You know, it's like, what no. are you supposed to do? Whether you're upset or you laugh about it, you know, you have to react in some way. And I found that. Yeah. Someone think who that's thinks fun. Yeah. Someone who <laughs> it's thinks it's fun to hurt mm-hmm. a potential partner or hurt yeah. their actual partner. Yeah. That's not someone we want you guys to be fucking with. Okay. Yeah, like, trust me, I'm trust so me. mad. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Janice. Um, <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, I have a lot of more awareness about it now, but it's definitely something that's been really prevalent in my, oh my God. in my past. And, you know, and they might not know they're doing it, but it's like, even, and, you know, other women who can relate, please let me know. But even when you, you know, are saying you don't like it, some, they still think it's funny and it's, ah. Yeah. Oh, cause <laughs> so, like your reaction is so yes. big. It's so satisfying. Yeah. It's like, yes. no, and even it, you know, even when it's insulting, you know, sometimes when you're being teased, you know, you do kind of laugh a little, Yeah, it's you like know, because, you know, it's, it's all funny. And, mm-hmm. um, so anyways, yeah, I was tolerant to it. And, um, so I'm only saying this, I'm not having a pity party. I'm just like, I'm really familiar with how this shows up in relationships. And we also had comments in the group that people thought this had happened to them with their partners and they didn't realize it until other people pointed it out to them. Um, so, uh, if you're wondering if perhaps this is showing up in your relationship, um, I have some examples of how it might be. So, if your partner teases you and then you push back against it, the person may become really defensive immediately as if, you know, they're not the one giving you the hard time you know? yeah. and they may say things like, I'm sick of you criticizing me, you know, God, lighten up a little. How many women have heard that? Lighten up a little? Yeah, like go with the flow. Be the cool, cool girl that doesn't right. care about these things. Exactly. like. No, exactly. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. And they make it so hard for you to actually take a stand. You know, when you're being told lighten up, you know, and everyone else is having fun. What are you meant to do? Like walk out and ruin the night? You know, yeah. it, it's really messed up. Yeah, or they might like, say, they're chill like, out. Go ahead. Yeah, they're like putting it on you. They're like, wow, right. you're so insecure. You can't take mm-hmm. a joke. And it's right. like, no, actually, I just want my partner to respect mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh you're asking for so much yeah but it, I mean it happens or they might say don't be so sensitive or of course I'm just trying to have a bit of fun if you haven't heard that I would love to hear from you because I, I think that's quite common so yeah. we won't go into it now but this is also a form of gaslighting it is just more shaming shaming on top of shaming yeah. so one reason we're doing this episode is we want you to know that you are allowed to use your voice when something doesn't feel right. Just because you're dating someone doesn't mean they have the right to tease you or neg you. Yeah. It's really messed up way of thinking, actually. So but it, it happens. Yeah. So what do you do with this information and how do you avoid getting caught up in this toxic tactic? <laughs> so first, <laughs> love a little bit of alliteration. There, there's our um, sound bite right there. <laughs> so first... 
learn to listen to your intuition when that gut feeling happens and you're like, wow, that made me feel shitty. Yes. You enact step two, which is getting comfortable acting on your intuition. Something doesn't feel right. Do something or say something. The appropriate reaction from your partner, should they have just done this, you know, without any ill intent, they say something hurtful that could be negging. You say, that made me really feel shitty. Like, please don't joke like that. Yep. Or and they the should be too. like, yep. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that, but I will mm-hmm. make sure I don't do that again. Yep. That's the appropriate reaction. Not lighten up. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so um, so yeah, get comfortable acting on it because that will tell you a lot about the person um, and yeah, their intentions. You know, right. And if you're yeah. if you're doing this in a dating situation, I, I you know, re- uh, dating is a lot about research, and this is research that this you're you know research. this data that you're collecting on this. Person. Yeah, yeah. They even, um, I mean, like small, small, uh, like sub Tangent. sub thing here, yeah, but <laughs> Go for it. Um, is in dating, uh, I forgot who said it, um, but one thing of advice is to tell a potential partner no and set a boundary mm-hmm. as small as it is. So that could be something like saying like, hey, that was kind of hurtful. Like, please don't talk to me that way. Because how, how that basically stranger reacts to you setting a boundary, especially when it might not make sense to them, mm-hmm. will tell you everything you need to know about that person um yeah so like set a boundary speak up when something's hurtful and mm -hmm. you will find out more about this person that you're considering as a potential partner Mm -hmm. so yeah so next also understand this is a form of abuse it's not just shitty and emotionally immature behavior it's actually abuse Mm -hmm. and especially when there's a pattern of it and someone refuses to stop and is aware that this type of behavior hurts you. Hell yeah. It's abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and also no, it's okay to detach, walk away, say no, you do not need to give an excuse. You do not need to give an explanation of how exactly it hurt you. Yeah. Like you, can do what you need to do to get out of that situation. You don't owe this person anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't be afraid to leave. Don't be afraid to walk away. And like worst case scenario, they didn't mean it. And they now know, oh shit, when I go on a date with someone, don't fucking act like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, this apparently comes up on dating apps a lot. If you are on a dating app and it happens, you know, just hit the block button. And also you can report this type of behavior. You know, not all reports, you know, lead to actions, but I, I yeah, I did actually read that this was a legitimate uh, reason to, to report someone. Oh yes. And then our <laughs> final point is know that it is not only acceptable, but it is best to engage with people who make you feel great. Yeah. If you say that this is your rule in dating and that this is what's going to guide you, you will end up in a happy relationship. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like 
you don't have to dish out chances to people who make you feel shitty. Right. Date people who make you feel good about yourself and who never make you like question your worthiness through their through their actions. Like, I think it's normal that occasionally we kind of are like, I'm feeling insecure right now. Like, that's normal. But like, it shouldn't be your your partner or potential partner always like causing you to have those questioning moments like date people who make you feel good they're out there you don't have oh, yes. to like mold yourself into what this random person wants mm-hmm. like uh. and also <laughs> no we didn't touch on this but maybe you should have that even if, if the intent isn't there it's still a way that this person is choosing to communicate so I I I could see us getting a little pushback with someone saying well you know it's not what he meant or he didn't intend it or it wasn't coming from a bad place Uh that's really not what it's about yeah but you don't want to be with someone long term who's always making you feel bad about yourself even if they don't mean to exactly exactly yeah like and that's the thing too is that people only really learn from consequences to their actions and maybe this person will be nicer and better to their next partner but they only learn when something is unacceptable when Mm -hmm. it's not accepted anymore so you know even if it's not coming from a bad place you just don't want to be with someone who makes you not like yourself yes like we said these little pangs of oh that didn't feel that great that's what you, that's yeah. what you want to listen to. That's not really there's really no place for that when you're yeah. getting to know someone romantically. And you right. don't have to have that experience dating. Like you don't want to be having those pangs for the rest of your life when you could mm-hmm. date someone and marry someone and be with someone forever who never makes you feel like that. Yes. <laughs> like, and I absolutely 100% know that there are people out there when they're meeting someone and getting to know someone and, you know, building a relationship, they want to lift you up. They don't yeah, want to do stuff like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They exist. And from my experience, it's been the majority of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, are wanting mm-hmm. to build you up and are mm-hmm. wanting to like, who think you're amazing and that's why they're interested in you and they're not afraid to say it like that's who you want to be dating Um, and you want to be that person too for yes yes yeah I I do actually hope because we've got um I think you know a very very mixed audience so I would I would hope that as many people are listening to this um to learn what to watch out for as there are people listening to this um, to learn what not to do. Yeah. Yeah. We coach both men and women and in our practices, it's been a fairly even divide. Um, Mm. and you know, also with non-binary people are represented in that as well too. So, you know, this is, this is something that's like universally experienced. And, you know, though we speak from the experience of dating men, both of us, Mm -hmm. um, this is something that can happen with either gender being the negger in the neggy. (laughs) Yes. Don't do it. And, you know, if you're not sure, just be more intentional and conscious about, about your behavior. Uh, when, yeah. when you're dating. Hopefully this will get you thinking about some of some yeah, of how exactly. you're going about things. And you know, like we know that perfection doesn't exist. And if you say something and you're like, oh, 
I can see like his face just fell or her face just fell. And I realize now that didn't come out the right way. Say that. Be like, I'm so sorry. That really didn't come out right. I don't want to make you feel bad at all. Like, Mm. I'm I'm so sorry. Like, mm." (laughs) you know, yeah. Just say something instead of being like, let's write it out and, totally. and see what she does or what he does. Yeah. All right. So would you like to chat with us about your experiences with negging and toxic flirting? Join our Facebook group. We are at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On. We've got a thriving community who is yes. who is supporting each other on their moving on journeys and we would love to have you there's great conversations going on all of the time it's very active so come over there tell us you listen to the episode and that you have an experience that you'd like to share yeah I will personally chat with you about it on on the page I would love to hear about stories and so will our members they like literally so many conversations happen in there it's it's so beautiful to see it's hard to keep up with <laughs> and like, yeah and you know it's just it's become just such a community vibe yeah that, you know there's interactions and wonderful things going on whether or not we are involved in every single conversation exactly and it's just it's attracting really you know high vibe people yeah and so we do go in there quite a bit but you know it's really able to have activity yeah. and life and motion yeah. um, regardless. So and community is so important for healing. And, yeah. you know, this is, mm-hmm. this is a community that you can join for free. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So you can talk about the episodes and everything and get some social support because it's so important for healing and we might not be getting adequate social support in our just like regular IRL communities, you know? Um, So it was important to us to be able to provide that. And so, you know, go and make use of it. So if you are interested in joining the Facebook group, please make sure to answer all of the membership questions because Mm -hmm. our moderator, which is Janice. Uh, is very strict about who she lets in yeah. and we're both dedicated to making it a safe place I mean look it is Facebook people are coming from all over we yeah. have to make sure that they're there for you know the right reasons mm-hmm. and unfortunately we get a lot of requests that I that I can't approve so please take one moment to answer them mm-hmm. all right guys we love you so much if you'd like more personal support personalized support please find us on ig and send us a dm we will be in touch with more info we also both have websites um and the facebook group has all of our contact information as well um we are still currently accepting clients um on a case-by-case basis and we'd love to hear your story and see if working together is is going to be the most beneficial for you Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening and good luck out there. Yeah, good luck out there. (laughs) Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lottas. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, 
find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On.